Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, look, you know, you could tell we're not we're not new to this shit. You know what I'm saying? You're surrounded by professionals. You got the Liberty Square camp in the building. You got the Dabs crew in the building. It's called improv improvise improvisation. Yes, English is my second language, but I make this shit sound beautiful and we improvise. You know what I'm saying? So we just keep it moving. What's going on, Scribble? What's going on? Thanks for having me, man. guys. Appreciate it, man. Bro, good to have you here, man. What's what's that shit you said you're drinking on the timeline? You said you were you're pulling up with your caffeinated night brew or some kind of magical liberty coffee what are you sipping on bro <laughs> well I, I right now i am currently uh, uh drinking some uh instant coffee that's uh kroger brand cafe authentico uh you know just the the finest of the fine you know that that's that's super fancy you got your pinky out you know it dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i changed it up right now I, i'm sipping some uh functional mushrooms and I'm trying some different shit. You know, it's a, it's like an orange flavor. It tastes like Tang, to be honest with you. I feel like I'm in like a in like a blockbuster in the fucking '90s, drinking some Tang in the corner or some shit. But you know, <laughs> it, it helps the mind. You know what I'm saying? And uh, adaptives and antioxidants and all that good shit, right? Yeah, you know, I've seen ads for that, and I've been very curious. Um, how, how do you like it, bro? I'm in Web three, and this shit right here makes me feel like I'm in regular life. <laughs> <laughs> you know like uh it just you know it, it, look you know as creative people like sometimes it's like we push and we keep pushing and we pushing and it's like we're we're doing something but sometimes it's like a burnout that we might not feel right because it's just like like i ain't tired and i'll stay outside all day but then you start looking at your performance and for me like i'm in tune with my body you know like over the last you know i'll say 30 days there's been a lot coming but you know when you want to do great shit you got to be prepared for that shit. You can't be a pussy and start crying and shit, right? So for me, it's just like double down on your antioxidants, double down on the exercise, double down on the fucking hydration and, and the mindfulness. So, yo, this shit is fucking off the hook, bro. So far, nice. so good. This is my my first week on it. And uh, yeah, dude, clarity in the mind, you know, it's not like a, it's got caffeine in it, some B vitamins and some shit. I'll send you a DM on it if, you, if you're interested. But uh, yeah, dog, it's, it's, it's an alternative. Trying some yeah. different shit. Hell yeah. No, I'd, I'd, I'd be very interested. Thank you. Hell yeah. So, dude, we're going to get this shit started, man. And I, and I definitely, like I said earlier, this is just what we do out here, man. This is the Daps Collective. This is just a conversation. It's a vibe. And uh, I like that little break that we had because uh, that, that music, I mean, dude, you know how music just sets the tone. You know what I'm saying? And we started yeah. with that international vibe. And then we came through with that, I'm not too toxic, which leads me in too talking about these crazy ass motherfucking squirrels but before we get to the squirrels <laughs> you know uh i want to know a little bit more about your scribble and just kind of you know start where your career began uh your pre-pre-career you know like where your mama come from what hood you claim what set you from <laughs> <laughs> we don't i don't care about this set that's just joking but yeah man what is the story of scribble uh the pre-artist begin uh shit man well i um I uh, spent most of my life in Northern California um, and that's where I went to school and uh, all that kind of stuff and got real interested in um, pursuing more of a fine arts career and kind of went that way with it uh, and went to uh, a college down here in, in Southern California. And I, I think that the, the basic kind of mindset that my parents had always had was, um, 
that you needed to have a four-year degree of some kind. So instead of going to a school for for comic book artists and, and stuff like that, uh, and or any kind of commercial art that was more vocational, uh, my parents wanted me to go to a four-year university, get a bachelor's, all that kind of stuff. And um, in case I needed to fall back on anything and... <clears throat> You know that look, look at where that kind of has uh, landed a lot of people uh, nowadays. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, like, uh, I ended up kind of going to school down here because um, I really liked the sort of uh, small towny vibes of this one school that I, I found and um, went into it and uh, kind of fell in love with animation and um, ended up kind of doing that uh going to school for that learning uh about all that stuff and this was kind of in the um time period before uh it might be right around the second or third toy story movie and everybody was on the 3d uh animation kick and i couldn't get a job because our school was very much focused on traditional hand-drawn stuff and um yeah so i kind of landed a job uh, at a hardware store, a couple of different hardware stores and just was kind of doing the thing, working the Christmas tree lots and all that kind of shit. <laughs> and then, uh, and then got a job doing, um, apparel design, uh, like graphic tees and, and those kinds of things, um, uh, at a, at a merchandising company also down here in Southern California. And, uh, that's just kind of what I've been doing, uh, in, in the, uh, in, in real life or whatever for the past, however many years. And, uh, yeah, man, I always loved music, always loved, you know, being somewhat on the periphery of uh, some kind of music scene. And um, that's been a huge inspiration. I mean, you mentioned that earlier in the, in the, at the beginning of the show, how important and vital music is to literally everything. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of my my deal. I've just been doing uh, T-shirt designs and album covers and, um, you know, posters all kinds of stuff that artists and bands take on uh the road to sell and put on their sites and just trying to get and fulfill that sort of um fine art side wherever i can but not getting much of a uh a path into that which is fine so you know it doesn't matter but <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of the gist right there okay so you say northern california brother i'm yeah. in northern california right now Oh, here my whole goddamn life, okay? Nice. So, so we're Bay Area natives. So, to, to music vibe, like what, what, what era is it? The Too Short era, the E40 era, like, like you know, what part of the Bay are you from? Uh, we lived, <laughs> we we lived out in uh, in Antioch. Bro, okay, okay, shit. That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm out of that, dude. I, so Antioch, there's a uh, what's his name, Gems. Uh, he's close to the area. There's some D God cats that are close to oh. there. I've been meeting and, and just networking with more people outside of the the Web three and IRL. But there's a lot of a lot of cats in the Bay Area between San Francisco, the East Bay, that are like D God's youths and 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 other projects that are heavily in Web three. So, so Antioch. So that's the. So you were close to Vallejo. Uh pretty close. Yeah, close. that's the E four. So so talk to me with the, um, when you were coming up. Like what was because the Bay Area had growing up here, for me, uh, it, it, it's like there's you remember the eras through the eras through music, right? Like you had the Spice One era based on like your circles. Um, talk to me about life in the Bay, because you know, in the same thing, I went to art school too. I went to Academy Art College, but they kicked me out. 
And they, they, t- <laughs> they, they was like, yo, kid, you got this backwards. If you want to learn how to make film, you got to get money first, pimp. You can't come in here with no money. You got to get the bread. Then we'll show you how to make the movies. Then you go make the movies. So I was on a scholarship. I did like a year. And then they was like, yo, you got to dip. And I was like, I'm going to show you, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but I'm curious about that, bro, because the Bay is a special place. And I always tell people, like, the Bay Area, if you look at it from MC Hammer, first, you know, RIAA was invented. Or it's no sound scan because Hammer sold 25 million records. Like, before then, it was, like, hard to kind of, you know, they, it wasn't really – a priority but when this guy sold 25 million records the industry was like yo we need a way to track and verify this shit right so i.e sound scan you've got music like e40 and too short they had two deals uh their independent deals are deals that a lot of people never had that they walked away owning their masters right i mean it's just like from tech to music i always feel like there's something in northern california that breeds people that do incredible shit you know tupac got to start out here or yeah. uh, Point of Sisters, I think Earth, Wind, and Fire. I might be wrong on some of these names, but damn, I didn't know motherfucking Scribble came from the same fucking soil. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's dope, man. So, yeah, so what was it like growing up in Antioch back in the day? It was pretty cool. Um, you know, I think it, it was always really, really hot. Um, and I, I know that, like, whenever we'd go out to San Francisco or go out to Oakland and all that stuff, it would be significantly cooler and or like that it would be the seasons would flip and you'd have it'd be warmer out in san francisco in the winter and uh cooler in the summer and uh that that was always pretty cool but yeah i I, there's something real special about northern california man every time i go up there um it's just real real special like i i wanted to go to school uh up there like i i if i didn't want to do the art thing i was trying to get into berkeley is is uh which which is a complete dream because there's no way i'd get into uc berkeley but that town is 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 really really incredible like just walking up and down i think it's telegraph uh no is it telegraph yeah telegraph telegraph yep yeah man pizza amoeba records like it's it's a vibe yeah, yeah, dude. That that we used to go out there on the weekend and, and just get a, a slice at either Blondie's or there was, it was, uh, there was another place just right across the street from Blondie's. I think it was just called uh, Pizza by the Slice or something. And we go up slice. there. Yeah, yep. that slice, that slice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we go to the we go to Rasputin. We go to Amoeba. You know, just <laughs> it was awesome, dude. Bro, that area right there. We used to rap like battle rap, right? So it's like. Back in the 90s, you had, like, groups like uh, when, like, Souls of Mischief, right? Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Living Legends. So, like, that little area between Blondie's Pizza and Fat Slice, there was uh, a Tower Records. No, there was, was it Tower or Leopold's? I think it was Tower there. But that area, bro, that corner, that was the battleground. Like, literally walking across the street and some kid with dreadlocks walks up on you and gets in your face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was almost like, like fighting. But that's kind of, like, where... If you were in the like hip hop scene in the Bay Area, Northern California, that's where you kind of did your proving. Like that Telegraph, you bought your tie sticks there. You know, we learned about beaties there, and that's kind of like the first place for for me to learn more about you know like like culture, right? Because it was you got cats going to college, you got cats grifting, cats selling weed. It was yeah. just a, it was it was like hate. It was like hate street. Telegraph Ave yeah. and hate street to me are like brothers and sisters. It's like the same thing in different cities. Yeah, dude, that's incredible. I, I had no idea. I was more, I mean, 
you know, uh, <laughs> I was more into metal and punk and stuff. So I, I wasn't really aware of uh, much else that was going on. But, dude, that sounds pretty awesome. I wish I had taught some of that shit. Hell yeah, man. So 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 where was the punk scene? Like, 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 educate me, man. Like, where, 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 where was that going down at? Right. Because it's like I know you, there's like clubs like Slims in the city and a yeah. lot of nightclubs that a lot of, you know, great people uh, that end up. Uh, well, not necessarily to end up with like Slims. I don't remember all the names, but where was where was this happening? And, and talk to me, like, how did you find those places coming from Antioch? Because Antioch is, is is not in the main city. That's like no. Antioch is is far away. And to get involved in music or culture in the main city, you got to kind of know some shit. So talk to me how you kind of fell into like like the, the music scene and and like you know your vibe. I'm gonna find like what my goal is. When I look at your art and I look at like what Liberty Square is today and when I interact with Liberty, it's like the more like I learn, like I, I learn different things. So what I notice, I'm like, yo, your art has a certain vibe and you and the, and the project has a certain vibe and there's certain mechanics that you guys are unleashing. So all those things are fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? It's inspirational just watching you guys do your shit. But uh, I want motherfuckers to know about fucking scribble, like scribble. Were you right? Were you scribbling on the fucking wall like? in the hallways at school and shit. That's why you called yourself scribble. Like, I want to know that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, where was your, where, what inspired you to want to be creative? Like, yeah, that's the question. What inspired you to be creative in Antioch to start fucking around with music and art? Um, well, I would say it's, uh, uh, probably it, it's definitely comic books. They were a big part of it. Um, and, uh, album covers, like my dad is a huge prog rock, uh, fan. So a lot of yes covers, a lot of, um, uh, uh, all the Genesis covers, the, the, like the, the, um, uh, Roger Dean and, uh, all the uh, stuff that, um, hypnosis does, it does all the Pink Floyd covers, all, all that kind of stuff is pretty gnarly. Um, Pusshead is another artist, um, that is pretty incredible and uh he did all, a lot of the metallica stuff and other sort of bands that are like you <laughs> think he did a corrosion of conformity album cover uh in because i think they're from the bay area as well somewhere um but anyway yeah so uh it was it was mostly that it's a combo of uh, album covers and comic books so um yeah man that's what's up when you say the, uh, the 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 album covers, when I was in high school, there was a teacher named Miss Valois, and Miss Valois, I don't know what she did. I don't know if she was a groupie. I don't know if she worked for a label, but she had all these posters like Metallica, like concert posters. You know, the real ones are the big giant ones, right? The twenty-four yeah. by something. You know, you like that's from that's official. That's not from you didn't buy that from the concert. You got you know somebody. And, uh, dude, Miss Valois was hot. She was a mathematics teacher. And uh, d dead serious, bro, dead ass. Trigonometry class, every dude, we all passed fucking 3.8 average. You know what I'm saying? And I just remember, <laughs> though, she used to have these hills. And she used to, like, like, because she used to, it, it was as if, like, now being, right, like, like, older, having kids and shit. And you look at teachers, you're like, oh, they're just like us. You know, she was dope. Like, D Dup is a teacher, right? So he does Web3, and he's dope, and that he has his students so we were looking at her like yo she's just inspiring she's connected with the rock and roll shit she used to bring posters and give them away 
Like if you did good on a test, she'll give you some posters. But what she did is she, she inspired us, bro, because she was bad. She wore the stilettos. She knew what she was doing. She used to have her collar flipped up. And I'm telling you, you never saw a class of monk boys doing math ever. We were all like trying to impress her. Like, look at my, <laughs> look at my theorem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like on some nerd shit. But um, but yeah, those album covers are are fucking powerful. Like uh, back in the Bay, there was a, a project or a group called uh. Funky Fat Graphics, that was kind of like the inspirational company. They did like everybody's album covers, like Too Short, E-40, and all that stuff. So when you say that, I definitely can kind of relate from a different parallel. Um, so so walk with, like, was anybody in your family creative? Uh, no. Uh, it's, so I'm the oldest of three. Um, my younger brothers are now both musicians and they're in bands uh, here in Southern California, LA area. And, um, um, but yeah, outside of, of us three, uh, there aren't really anybody, um, anybody in the family. There isn't anybody in the family that's, that's creative or does any kind of drawing or anything like that. So we were just kind of riffing off um, stuff that our, our dad would bring in and uh, our mom would bring in and just kind of, seeing all that shit watching way too much mtv and you know well, <laughs> cartoons and stuff yeah mtv raised all of us man i remember watching kurt loader back in the like uh yeah man I, i'm giving my age i'm like i remember when mtv showed dinosaurs <laughs> yeah 100 you know, but yeah, that's where i mean that i learned literally from that right like you know a kid and you know lasky kid and it's like, oh, shit, there's this. And then watching the first, you know, watching this video and it's just in your mind, like, you know, if you're never exposed to, let's say, music or entertainment and you saw MTV for the first time, especially like Rap City or, you know, any of those things, you know, that yeah. could affect somebody. And, you know, for me, it put the bug in me to be where I'm at today because it was just I don't know, man, it was something about the music. And, you know, like back in the Bay with, with KML, there used to be a station called Camel. And he used to yeah. be like, you know, grew up on more like like light rock. Right. So it wasn't always like um, R&B and stuff. I remember like light rock and stuff like that. So. So, yeah, man, fucking at, at the end of the day. Carbo just sent me a message and told me I'm fucked up. And I just want to say everybody right now hit this little icon on the bottom. Uh, cardboard you didn't have to say I fucked up like that because you know I'm reading this shit and I read it out loud so you didn't have to say <laughs> that but what, I want everybody to hit that icon on the bottom and we're going to flip this room let's go ahead and retweet it you know what I'm saying put a comment we got the homie scribble up here that helps the algorithm and you know Elon in the last 24 hours I don't know what the hell he's doing but he's definitely doing the code off his phone by himself without any devs so we got to break through that uh, that noise right there sorry about that scribble I'm going to block cardboard so he doesn't do that again because <laughs> just kind of when I'm when I'm reading and I see this message, I'm just like fuck. So I'm gonna block him so that shit doesn't happen again. Fucking fucking with my flow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, okay, so what what was um, okay? So education took you out to Southern California. Um, did you? So w when you talk about, um, I want to go back. Like your parents giving you the cool shit. Like how did that make you feel? Did you did you like see? Like, did you feel any better? Like, do you think you were cool that you had access to that? Like, how did you leverage that? Like, to try to look cool or to hustle or anything like that? Like, it's like having cool parents. Like, did you take a, try to take advantage of that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, that's an interesting question. I would say, you know, uh, I, I noticed that, that my parents were 
pretty different. Um, you know, the, the older I got in school, I don't, I wouldn't say I tried to leverage it in any kind of way. I was a pretty shy kid, uh, pretty introverted and all that stuff. And, uh, I, I kind of just wanted to, um, just, just kind of draw, you know what I mean? And so any chance that I got to do that at, whether it was at sleepovers and just messing around as a kid or whatever, playing the, uh, you know, playing Super Nintendo and then also fucking any kind of, uh, 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 role-playing games and shit like that. You know, I, like I, I was just very much more so trying to, to hang out and get, get my, what, there's a, like a 10,000 hours to get a, um, your, your, uh, <laughs> I'm blanking, but anyway, yeah, yeah, man. To, just to try to get my fucking, my chops up. Cause we would go out to, uh, my, my dad would take us out to WonderCon, you know, when I was close to 13 and that was in Oakland and that's, that was a uh, comic book convention up North. And so we go up there and, and then I found out that you could submit portfolios or at least take your stuff up and have it looked at by the pros or whatever. And, uh, so like I was trying to get my chops up for, for that kind of, uh, deal. Uh, I was, was always too scared to, to submit or to put it in front of anybody. Um, but that was kind of my goal. And so I was, I was kind of fix fixated on that. How did you get to the point of, of, I mean, so let me go back and ask you, what were some of your comic book inspirations? Like, what did you, what inspired you to like do what you started doing? Um, a lot of it was, the comics that were around when I was growing up, I'm a nineties kid. Um, I was, I'm an eighties kid born in 80. And so a lot of comics that were out were, uh, you know, the, the image stuff with Rob Liefeld and Todd McFarlane and Eric Larson and those guys, that was pretty big. Uh, Jim Lee, pretty big influence on me. Um, all the, all the, uh, art Adams, all the X-Men stuff that was coming out that those guys were just, uh, jamming on. Um, you know, I didn't find out until much later, all, all the really good stuff that was coming out, you know, just a handful of years before in 86 with Frank Miller and Dark Knight and, uh, a Watchmen and, and all that kind of shit. But cause I was just too, <laughs> too, uh, too captivated with the image stuff. But yeah, so that's what I was trying to, trying to rip on for sure. The second question I was going to ask, which, which was inspiring is that you're at the comic con at 13 with like a goal, like focused on how do I get my comic? Like, were you trying to pitch a comic? Were you like at that, at that mind, at that time, what were you trying to accomplish? Get a job or get your artwork seen? Any of it, dude. Uh, to be honest, like uh, we, we were, there's a, a magazine called wizard magazine uh, that was out. That was basically a price guide for comic books. And um, so you get it and it had interviews and all kinds of stuff um, along with the price guide. Um, and it was just a great source for everything, um, about comics and they had ads for schools and shit in there. And it was, it was pretty awesome. And so like, I'd read these articles about kids basically that were getting, um, jobs, you know, they were 15, 16, somewhere 17, 18, just, you know, the hot talent that would get a fucking, uh, a job from, you know, uh, extreme studios or, or whatever, uh, and move down to Southern California and start working on a comic book. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is the way, you know? <laughs> Yo, that's dope. That's, I mean, that's, that, it's almost kind of like a movie, right? You can see that like in a movie, like, like a storyline of like, 
this kid and he's doing this. And then next thing you know, it, it's like Liberty Square and there's a squirrel that's like attacking somebody and jumping over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, because, bro, like I was like I was looking at your art and um, like like what I like about you, about the whole Liberty Square vibe. It's just got this like punk, like I don't give a fuck kind of vibe to it. It's just like it's just unapologetic. You know what I'm saying? On the characters, on the expression, on the language, on everything. Like I vibe with that. And then I just started looking at your like your your drawing like like you're fucking dope, bro. Like how you draw, like you know I don't have that ability to draw that good. And just watching some of your videos or your time lapses where you're just kind of going in and creating these characters that we see the finished product, right? We see the the, the PFP and we're like, this is what it looks like. But seeing you put together is fucking is is fucking crazy, bro, and it's dope. Um, so I mean, obviously you get like a lot of compliments on that because I mean you're you're a dope fucking artist. Um, What's even doper about you is that you've got this, you know, mix, you know, you were talking about the musical influences and watching the covers, you know, a lot of rock. And, 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 and uh, did you say death metal also or just rock? Uh, basically, any any kind of any kind of rock metal, uh, yep. you know, uh, Prague, you know, 70s kind of shit. Yeah, I was all about it. And, see, and, that, and that's dope, because then like with the art like that, the art that you guys produce that I see, that's not just like basic art. That's not like you're, there's. Like these characters, these characters, they got issues, pimp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I look at when I look at some of these hollowed characters, like that dude holding, like one of the dudes holding the coin and looking, it's like, yo, this motherfucker's been through some shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and, and and the art just has, you know, it's like, how can I, it's, it's how I'm trying to use the right word and not use the obvious word. Um, I don't want to be like it's dark because it's not dark. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like there's dark, but you you're it's like a it's like a world, it's like a thing. So what I'm trying to find out now is okay, so you had this background with all this stuff, and then you went out to Southern California. What was Southern California like when you left the Bay Area? And like where in your in your uh, journey, like was this was this like the beginning of like where we are today? I mean, well, actually that's I'm answering my own question because you were at the fucking uh what do you call it, at the Comic Con uh trying to get the right deal. But um, I'm curious, when you left the Bay and you went to Southern California, how did the story continue? Um, yeah, so when I came down here for school, I ended up um, going to school for animation. And uh, I kind of had the, the, the comic book thing kind of took just a, a bit of a backseat because, um, uh, because of the type of school that uh, my parents wanted me to go to and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and the, the, the idea of getting a job and um, being able to support yourself and being a responsible human, those kinds of things just got really, um, uh, you know, just uh, for lack of a better word, important, but they, they weren't <laughs> important uh, necessarily at, at that age. But yeah, so I, I think I was trying to satisfy parental, um, you know, wishes and and all that shit as well as trying to find something that I could still do and so that kind of led me down here and um uh I I had always you know been into animation as well always loved cartoons obviously and knowing that and seeing what some of these guys can can do and how they draw I mean they are hands down you know a hundred times better than any comic book artist in terms of being solid with anatomy and what you can draw, you know, from fucking streetlights to cars to, you know, electronics and all that shit. They can basically just do it all. And, and it, it, it's incredible. And so 
I figured that having that kind of education would only make me a better uh, artist all around. And so, um, again, that with the four-year degree that my parents were kind of pushing on me, uh, it, it kind of <clears throat> satisfied all requirements. And so that's what I ended up doing down here. And uh, in the meantime, trying to uh, just, you know, make connections and, and, and all that kind of stuff down here with within the industry, having a rough time because, again, if, if you know anything about animation, uh, the school you want to be going to is CalArts um, and not the school that I went to, which is, you know, nobody's ever heard of. So, <laughs> so I was kind of shooting myself in the foot there, but uh, anyway, that's kind of the deal. So like, I, I, I was kind of not really going to have any kind of chance anyway. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I, I don't really understand where I'm trying to go with that outside of just saying that the past after all that stuff being down here, uh, working on my craft, trying to get that as good as I possibly can, focusing more on that than any kind of connections and, and getting a job or, you know, anything with within comic books or or anything else. Trying to just get a job in animation, but not as much as focusing on just being as good an artist as I as I can possibly be. Dude, so. how, did you, how did you deal with like in it? Because I know like you know the animation stuff is some serious shit. Like I had a friend who worked at uh, Pixar, and uh, she kind of produced the little animation joints that come out before the movies, like the little small pre pre movies, whatever. Oh yeah, that's and, awesome. And, uh, and I went there one day, well, a couple of times, and I didn't know there's like some people that just focus on like water. This dude just water, and this person just yeah. like lights, and this person hair and the textures. And that shit's incredible. And I mean, you know, when I look at Clanos and, and hear them talk, and I think I, I forgot it was if it was it was either a Mark's show, and they were talking about how their team is like that. They're like, you know, our team is extremely like specialized. Like everybody does something, and together they can execute that that great vision. I'm gonna ask this question. I know Liberty's in the building, and I don't care. Are you telling me, bro, you're gonna have a fucking? Is there gonna be a fucking Liberty Square fucking cartoon, bro? You know what I'm saying? You know. You, <laughs> No comment, <laughs> dude. I'm 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 game. You know, I, yeah, I would say it's all everything's on the table, dude. I mean, because I hear all this shit. You know, what I'm saying all this animation shit in my brain is just like I'm scratching. I'm like, this motherfucker draws like a motherfucker, but he's really fucking passionate about fucking animation and shit. So I got my little fucking detective little lens out, and I'm up here trying to put the pieces together. Like, is this? Are they gonna have low key have a fucking Liberty fucking cartoon with some gangster ass squirrels? Because I watch that shit. If you did, and, and, if, and if you don't do it, and you decide to do it, you know I'll lovely take uh, you know a, a position in the, in the idea. Uh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, so so how did you though? But I want to know is how did you deal with that shit? Because you trying to what you just shared, you know, you had a vision and you started dealing with some stuff. You went to the wrong school, so now you got to kind of pivot, right? Um, how did you deal? How did you keep yourself? like motivated, like, cause I'm pretty sure it wasn't easy just trying to find your way, you know, making money and continue to focus on your passion and, and, and move around. How did you stay motivated to, to keep going? Uh, it's, it's just, just being able to do it, man. I, you know, I, I think, so there, there's a couple of parts to this. Um, and basically <clears throat> once I got out of school and I could not get a job, then I, I went more towards, um, uh, like doing t-shirt designs and stuff like that because the the company that had a an opening at the time was a merchandising company that also had licenses 
and worked with bands and artists and uh, musical artists. So I was like, you know, I've always loved bands. This fucking, uh, this merchandising company's got Metallica. It's got Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's got uh, Avenged Sevenfold, all these metal bands, as well as uh, they did have Lionel Richie. They did have uh, Pink. They did have Mariah Carey. Um, they were just a giant as far as music merchandising goes. Um, so that instead of doing comics, instead of doing animation, that's kind of where I went because I needed a job and, and that kind of satisfied, uh, ticked a lot of boxes as far as being able to be on the periphery of the music industry in just the slightest sliver of a way. And, um, it also, you know, was able to get me to pay, uh, my bills and, and all that shit. So that, that was a big thing. And, um, obviously, but outside of that, like just being able to draw is a, is a thing for me and, and moving my hand around on a, on a piece of paper. Doesn't matter what I'm doing. It just feels good. And it feels like a, a natural sort of part of my soul. And, uh, so man, if I'm just scribbling or making lines or practicing, you know, cross hatching or whatever the hell it is or not, um, I'm a happy camper. So like, <laughs> you know, there's points where you get in your career where, uh, or your life where you just are stripped or you feel like you're stripped of everything and, uh, and nothing's going right. And, and you just, uh, are, are left with your basic facilities for, um, keeping yourself going. And, uh, that's kind of where that comes from is just, I, I got nothing, man, you know? Uh, so I'm just sitting here drawn and that feels really goddamn good. And so, I'm just going to keep doing this and seeing where it gets me. I can't get a job here. I can't get a job here. I can't get into this gallery. I can't get into this gallery. I can't do this because nobody wants my shit, but it feels really good. So I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> so, yeah. Man, I think we could all learn from that. Uh, you know, I talk about self-love. That is self-love. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real. You're like, I'm going to keep doing it. Like, it feels good. That's a, a certain level of awareness of you being aligned with yourself. And I'm and I want to be clear, I'm not no fucking like like positive preacher talker kind of person. I'm just sharing with you like shit that I've learned uh, along the ways just for conversation. But it, it like that statement that you made right there. I met a lot of people who don't know what feels good. Like they've never had a chance to hone and to, to kind of keep doing that. So I just want to say congratulations. You know what I'm Thank saying? And, and it shows in the work that you produce that, you, that you're passionate about it. And I mean, just from talking to you, yeah, it seems like all we got to do is just give you a motherfucking pencil and some shit to draw and you're good. <laughs> Make sure you got some water, you know what I'm saying? Some oxygen and shit and some food <laughs> and scribble will be fucking okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, So that's kind of like, so we, earlier on when you were talking about the Ma Malcolm Gladwell thing, you were talking about mastery. And uh, and again, the way you talk about it, especially with like an artist that understands animation. Right. Because when you look at art, there's art. Fucking it's a big subject matter. There's some people who do performance art. Some people I mean, it's just it's big. And there's people who create new things called art that we might like disagree if it's art or not. But it's, it will be fucking art. Um, that in my head, that sounded hella good when I was saying that shit. It was like echoing like <laughs> like I was on a big stage. And then I'm like, what the fuck are you trying to say though, props? What the fuck are you trying to say? But um <laughs> but 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 at the end of the day, bro, what, what I'm what I'm trying to say is that it's like you being able to understand those things, and then that's why I asked the question about like 
damn, the, the, the TV show or the movie. And I, you know, I knew I wasn't going to get an answer, but it was good for the fucking show. Um, because, because <laughs> to me, you're, you guys are doing something. You got it, it. Like when I talk to Cass, like I, I, I learned more. I'm like, God damn it. Like what I learned is that you guys are like, everybody likes each other. You guys are a team. You guys are set out to do certain things. And I learned like one, when she was here, I didn't know how powerful she is as like a businesswoman. And I respect that like gangster, like you guys, the way you work and what she said about Liberty. I'm like, it, it, like literally bro. Like I look at my team. It's like, it's gotta be the same way. Not exactly the same way for you guys, but I see the difference in the relationships. Like the people that I have relationships with, like, dude, I, I fucking called a community member who's part of my community, uh, big capital in the audience. So I, I talked to him for an hour the other day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you, we've got to do different shit to get a fucking ahead in this pace and, and to, and, and to like expand the network and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning from you guys and you guys move different. You guys move different. And we're going to see sooner or later, once Liberty's going to be like, ha ha ha, I told you guys cryptically through the riddles and shit, this was going to happen this way. But until then, you know, cardboard, that was funny to me, bro. Your thumbs down, <laughs> stick that up your fucking ass. That was funny to me. Okay, I don't need your approval. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that, that's a good one. But um, but let me just get direct to what I'm saying. Um, that's also mastership, bro. Like, like you know, you're like a shogun master, young age, focused on this, just focusing on this, focusing on this. Okay, so now that you've got this, now that you understand it, right? How did you meet Liberty? How did this? Uh, how did this clusterfuck happen? <laughs> uh yeah so <clears throat> again it's just working through that that music merchandising company um I, I ended up going through from that from that one specifically to another one and then to another one and the last one that i worked at was one that <clears throat> had the had the uh the uh uh the license or the, the agreement with with MCR. And so we knew him. And, uh, at the time I was, you know, he would come in and, you know, get to know him and, and all that kind of stuff. And I think we'd work together off and on, um, whenever they had stuff going as well as just kind of on the side, he'd hit me with a, you know, a little caricature job or whatever, you know, a little band logo here, you know, one, one off shirt for, for somebody else that he was working with there. And, um, you know, just kind of, uh, growing the relationship and, and, and all that. And, and then, um, yeah, about last year, uh, he asked me about the web three stuff and, and what I thought of it. And, um, and that's kind of what, what started the ball rolling. I had no, I had heard of NFTs and, and, you know, all of that because the, the company that I was working with was not trying to dabble in it, but they were just talking about it. And, um, so I had an awareness, just a very, just, you know, uh, just, just a very bla uh, bland, uh, vague awareness of, of, of the term and all that kind of stuff. And so he had hit me in and just was like, Hey, what do you think about this? And, um, you know, let's try and do something. And, and it, so that's kind of how it ended up starting. And I think we've, uh, uh, talked about some of the, the different names that we had started before the squirrels and all that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how it all started was just knowing each other through, uh, and, and building the relationship on, on music related projects and, and stuff. And, uh, 
he's he's just been an incredible dude um just a really wonderful human um he's <laughs> he, he's just a great dude he's uh he's helped out my family considerably my brothers um again who are who are in bands and just as um just been a great guy he, uh one of his buddies helped me with my my wedding like fucking flatten out a backyard so we could set up our our whole shit there in uh in highland park um just just a real real amazing salt of the earth guy and uh yeah to your to your point earlier Cass is also of that same ilk i don't know her as well obviously but she is uh a no take no prisoners you know uh kind of person and full respect to that for what she does in the space um and um what she does for our project so i couldn't be more confident and stoked in who we have rolling with us and and the team that we have is something that liberty's put together and uh from being in the space grinding it out doing the work getting to know people building relationships all that stuff like it's it's a pretty pretty unbelievable to see what he <laughs> when he starts from scratch you know somewhere in in a completely new uh field or genre or whatever the hell like it always uh systematically will will succeed i feel you know what i mean because uh it, just the way he goes about it and 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 who he is and and what he how he communicates with everybody it's it's pretty incredible and and i'm very grateful and i feel very lucky to be on this this fucking team right here dog that is fucking dope that's dope as fuck and that's inspiring you know to be in an environment like that and 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 i and it's like you know again one thing that i learned right it's like it made me look at everything totally different and and it was cassie cassie keep your guard up like make sure you work with people you trust and love like like friends like you don't have to be friends but it's like i see like you know like i can cardboard and i can go back and forth and talk shit and right but he can go and say certain things it's kind of like because i know he cares like he knows my real life like he knows i talk to cardboard same thing with yui you know who's in here so it's like i've got a small circle and after uh that interview again i'm inspired by you guys because you know you guys are, you know, a bunch of music. I feel like a bunch of music guys who just snuck in through the back door. They even sneak into the back door. Just fucking open the door and walk the fuck in. And I respect that because I'm the same way. I mean, I'm like, fuck it, we're here. <laughs> I brought my own prank. <laughs> and uh, so, so, so I, I look at that. But, um, but the point I'm trying to say is I love the family that you guys have. Uh, yet you guys do have a vibe uh, that affects the whole ecosystem. I think, you know, you guys do bring value to the whole ecosystem. You know, Liberty has challenged the ecosystem. He has fought for the ecosystem. You know, he, he for, basically, I respect his energy here, man. And, and collectively, you guys are fucking dope. So it's always an honor to have anybody from the Liberty Square um, uh, Mafia uh, Club. I mean, uh, gang. I mean, I didn't mean gang. I mean, project. Because <laughs> uh, one thing I learned last week is like about Cass that's dope is she's soft-spoken, but boy, that is the energy of Griselda. That is a boss. That is yeah. a boss, boss that has to be respected. And it's like, this space is not always about the loudest voice, right? It's not about what people say. It's about what people can do in that action. And that is that should be respected and appreciated on the dopest level because again, uh, you're only as strong as your team and the people who represent a project. And I'm gonna stop giving you motherfucking flowers because uh, it's probably getting to Liberty's head right now. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna stop right there. Uh, <laughs> but thanks for sharing that shit. So when you first, so when you guys started Liberty Square, did you like was everything already kind of like? Did he present to you a vision, or did you guys like like uh, put this vision like together? It was it was very collaborative. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just pausing for because I was trying to think of exactly. Uh, the order of the of the things um yeah so so he came up with <clears throat> the idea of doing um uh i, I and I, I i'll i'll hear about it later i'm sure but i don't know and i cuz i know i did not i had no concept of how generative art works and and all the different traits and all that sort of stuff and so i think when we first started um uh, I, I'm sure he had a better grasp than I did and probably still do. But uh, he, ha he had the idea of doing uh, these network nerds was going to be the name of it. And it was going to have, you know, a bunch of different um, characters that were basically kind of like people in the office TV show uh, or that were like either uh, it was either that that combined with different types of hackers and computer uh, analysts and specialists and taking all those sort of tropes and um, uh, mixing them around together. And so, you know, we had like 30 different characters that we were going to do and, um, and, and do that. And so that, that kind of was the, the beginning of it. And I, we got about halfway through it, but again, like we didn't have, or I didn't have the understanding of, of traits and, and how to like, just, <laughs> how to do it basically and and what was cool and what was not and, and like what the space was really doing and and what was uh, just all those sorts of things i was just kind of doing something that i was that i thought would be cool and uh, uh i'm glad we didn't go with it because in hindsight it was pretty terrible uh or at least <laughs> my execution of the idea was um yeah so it was that and then uh i i'm having a real hard time remembering what the second one was but uh then he had sent me a, a photo of uh this uh cookie jar that was on top of his um his kitchen cabinet and it was this black squirrel and he just said squirrels and uh it was like okay let's do it and so we got on a couple of calls and we're just kind of going back and forth on that and um he wanted to uh base squirrels on um you know actual breeds of squirrels and uh you know he, he's a very um hands-on uh tactile as well as just uh visual uh person and communicator so he would put together mood boards and you know all this kind of stuff and reference for things that he was thinking and um so for me as a visual person that was always super helpful and made the process go super quick um and so we were just kind of going back and forth on that and uh, uh, just kind of growing it from there. And the, the Liberty Square idea was, uh, I think, and I'm probably going to get this wrong, but there's a, a park in New York that kind of became lawless during uh, COVID and the cops, <laughs> I see the goddamn emojis. I'm fucking getting it wrong. But anyway, um, so <laughs> yeah that that's kind of where the impetus for the idea came from was that there are these uh, breeds of squirrels that were going to have wars and shit inside the park. And they were against each other as well as um, there was uh, a, a, 
group of rats that were under the um, uh, they were kind of the hitman or the, or the muscle for at the time it was going to be some uh, a group called the fat cats. So it'd be the squirrels had, even though they were all warring factions and warring gangs within the park, they had formed a loose alliance called the, uh, the uh, sinister squirrel syndicate. And together they fought against the, the degenerates and they fucking were the muscle for the fat cats who were kind of like the godfather and just the the white collar um fucking dudes who are running everything and, and having everybody else do their dirty work so um that was that was kind of the, the deal and and again it was a very um hands-on approach very collaborative approach to to the whole thing and and that's the the way i like to do it because if i'm working with somebody i want them to put in as much of it as I am, you know, whether it's for the story, whether it's for the visuals, all that stuff. I think the best bands, the best artists, the, the spirit of collaboration is, is the, uh, is that I, I, there's a term that's like, if you're, uh, if you're a three piece band, there's the fourth member is the, the group together creating that music and that energy. And that's the, the special thing, um, that, uh, you get only from, from those situations. And so again, like for, for this, you know, it's, it's all of us just going at it together and, and coming up with something dope that, that none of us separately would have come up with on our own. Man, I appreciate that alpha dump right there. I just felt, I felt like you went on a freestyle and you unleashed us in the, the fat Kelly yeah, that whole thing. I was like, talk that shit before he fucking Liberty calls Elon and tells him to rug the room. You know what I'm saying? That boy was on the other phone like Elon Rugg. This motherfucker saying too much. <laughs> Yo, that's, you know, but I, I love that shit, bro. Like, I love that whole fucking world you guys are creating. You know what I'm saying? And it all makes fucking sense. And it also, like, it gives you a visual when you hear about it, right? That's what's beautiful about here in Web3. Like, to me, this is, like, the best place for, like, this is, like, new media. It's, it's, a, com it's a combination of what entertainment. You've got crypto. You've got speculation. You've got a lot of different fucking shit. But at the end of the day, it's entertainment, right? It's like, you know, we're looking at these 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 JPEGs. We're buying these JPEGs, you know, we're flipping them. It's, it's destroying lives. Wives are like, what the fuck are you looking at? Fucking cartoons. I'm like, babe, you'll see one day. Yuga <laughs> Labs, it's a real company. It's a, fucking, it's a fucking cartoon. You're an adult. You don't understand. Look at fucking Forbes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. people still, still don't get it. But, um. But yeah, bro, like, I mean, again, um, I, I say this, I didn't really fully get the whole entire, like, world, the Liberty world until, like, the first person, if you guys ever want to, like, know, want to know who's, like, the biggest person that ever said anything Liberty in the fucking whole ecosystem is this motherfucking cardboard. This motherfucker will be talking, he'll be talking about his squirrels and shit. Like, he, sometimes we'll be talking about something, he just mumbles out some Liberty shit. He'll be like, I got to get my fucking squirrels in my hollow and put them together and then fucking filth and carbon. And I said, what the fuck you say? He's up my fucking carbon. Bro, we're talking about that. Oh, yeah, no. I got to take my, my squirrels out the other wallet, put them in the other wallet, right? And so, you know, it's like he he's always shed a lot of shit. And, and he's like, to me, if you guys don't know, cardboard is somebody you want to follow if you want to learn about collecting. Because in IRL, he's one of the most serious, like, card collectors and collectors in the space. Like, you want to talk about Michael Jordan, rookie cards, that real shit? His name is not Cardboard because he was opening boxes and selling fucking liquor. He might have done that, but that's not my, my place to tell you. It was called Cardboard because he was fucking moving these fucking baseball cards. Cardboard. You know what I'm saying? He fucking ripping packs and shit. So, uh, Cardboard, there you go. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm gonna unblock you now. You, I can accept the messages. We're good. That was the peace sign right there. Oh, fucking, I'm blocking you again. <laughs> so, so scribble. So I want to, I want to, I just, just straight up answer, like, like, tell me when he showed you the black squirrel, what was your first initial thought when he said squirrel? Uh, it was, it was, you know, so first our, our relationship and, and sort of all, all that sort of stuff had been very, uh, um, you know, when we're, we're exchanging ideas and stuff, I, I have that sort of professional hat on where uh, I, it's it's I try and keep an open mind and not look at anything in any kind of way that is uh, biased towards one thing or another or uh, or anything. It's just very much like, OK, this is this is what um, this guy is looking for. So this is what I'm going to do. Um, but when he sent me the squirrels, it was like fuck yes let's fucking go because uh i've grown up as a kid obviously the cartoons and all that shit so like i you know love the ninja turtles love transformers love gi joe he-man um all, all those kinds of things those are uh, those are my my jam as a, as a, as a kid kid and so <clears throat> this very much hit hit all those um those notes of like okay we get to we get to mess with some real shit we get to fucking go back to the well we get to like try and do something that's uh been done before been done to death but we get to try and do it in a cool way that's different that's fun that's basically just kind of our way and uh so that's where i went with it um in in doing them but yeah when he sent me that squirrel it was it was uh <laughs> it was it was like okay this is this is gonna be dope fuck yeah so yeah so 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 like there's that level of trust like you said the way you handle yourself but if the relationship was established that you could tell you about you ought to cook up some shit 100 percent, man yeah yeah that's, dope. that's, that's fucking dope yeah because I, I was that was the question i had i was like you know and, and i should have asked liberty this when he was on here i never asked him it's like I should have, why the fucking squirrels? It could have been butterflies. There could have been some crazy butterflies and then wasps. And then there's bees, yeah. right? Dude. Or it could have been like fish, you know? <laughs> piranhas are fucking vicious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he picked the squirrels. And now it, this kind of fuck, fuck, this fucks with my IRL because like I live, uh, you know, I'm in, in the Bay Area. I'm in like Alamo area, right? Oh, and, nice. and it's like, uh, in like the lots, you know, there's, there's like all kinds of fucking animals and shit. So I had hella fucking squirrels in my backyard. I just see, look, I don't care about the squirrels. I look at the ones who got the knives and the guns. Those are the ones you got to look out because I'm like, those are fucking Liberty squirrels. These fucking little Liberty squirrel motherfuckers out here in the backyard, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Close the windows. <laughs> Dude, that's dope. And also, I want to give you guys props on your fucking uh, merch you dropped. Like, I've never, you guys have sweatsuits. Like, I saw a fucking hoodie and pants. That shit was fucking dope. I saw, I forgot, what somebody looked like they was in a gym. And I was like, "Yo, that 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 fit looks tight." Did you design that the uh, the merch? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that's that was been my uh, my jam or whatever for uh, however many years. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it had a vibe to it too. It, like when I saw, like like looking at it, it's like okay, the the placement of it and and the and the fit. I'm like, okay, this is yeah, this is not like this new uh, Web three, you know, dude doing a print on demand kind of shit. Like this has intention to it. And it's got a certain vibe and style you're trying to get out of it. So, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to rocking one of those one day. You know what I'm saying? Hint, hint. 
to all Liberty Square lick, listening people, Props Square is a large and an extra large. <laughs> you guys, the address, you know, cardboard. Make sure motherfuckers have the address to the P.O. box, you know? <laughs> so, dude, so so, so right now, um, with where, with what's been going on with, like, Liberty Square, but like, with the project and, and, and you being uh, a co-founder, a co-owner of the project and uh, where you guys are going, like, what's your take on like the, the the market, like like right now? You know, we we have limited amount of people here. Uh, people have all these opinions and all this stuff. Like, as an illustrator and just hearing the other voice from the Liberty Square project, like, what's your take on the space right now? Yeah, man, uh, it's 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 pretty uh, okay. So it's it's pretty intense. Um, I personally am. Um, I try to kind of not look at a lot of things, you know, uh, uh, daily to, to just try and keep my, my head in the, in the lore and in drawing and in, um, the characters and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's intense. And, and I think, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of crazy, man. Um, there's so much going on and, and a lot, uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to say anything because I really I don't feel like I have enough of a of a, a knowledge base or anything like that to make any kind of call or judgment on on it one way or another other than to just say it's crazy and um I'm glad that I have uh other people on the team that know so much more about this stuff than I do because like I would have probably just quit by now if I you know, if, if I had, if I was just by myself, I, I'd be like, I'm in my, over my head. I, I don't know what's going on. So uh, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> bro. Yeah. This shit could be overwhelming, bro. That's like this week, right? Like with, you know, with the whole ordinal shit, like I've been too damn fucking busy to go in on anything. Like I'm, just, I'm focusing on the project, but I carved out like 30 minutes to, you know, uh, Macy had like a little breakdown on the BRC 20 tokens and shit. So I hopped in. And I'm just like, yo, you need a team of motherfuckers who specialize because you got to focus on one thing. You can't focus on two. It's too much fucking shit. And then definitely I respect your uh, position. It's like I'm not an alpha caller. So you're never going to hear me like talking about a project, about how things like I'm not. I can say what I like and what I don't like, but I, I stay in my lane. And, and, I, and I respect the fact like you're like, look, man, I make the shit look dope. OK, I'm the fucking I, I do this shit with my hands and, and that's not the space. Um you know, what's your take on uh, where we are right now, right? Like growing up back in the day, you know, you, you, you're looking at the posters and all that shit. And today we have chat GTP with Dolly, right? What's your take on um, AI uh, in, in art? Yeah, man, that's that's a good question, too. I So on that side of things, it's really exciting and really interesting. Um, and I'm all about it. Uh, I've messed around with it. And I'm stoked on it. Um, I also in my um, IRL sort of world or whatever with other you know artists that I uh, follow and all that shit. Everybody's feels like they're against it, against AI, against any kind of um, you know mid journey, all all that kind of shit. They're just really not into it because they feel like it takes jobs away, and um, it does only if you really look at it from a, a certain fairly narrow uh point of view um again like i <clears throat> just keep going back to 
uh, music. And for me, um, there's a, there's a band called the residents and they're from, uh, they're from the fucking South, but they, uh, ended up in the Bay area, um, in San Francisco. And they're also, you know, completely anonymous. Nobody knows who they are. They've been around for almost 50 years, but they've been champions of technology and staying on, on, on the forefront of change and all that stuff. So, you know, they, actually own um a bunch of patents and stuff like that throughout the 80s and 70s when they were like one of the first ones doing cd-roms and um messing with tape machines and all, all these kinds of things and so i look at that and think that's the way to be you know it's scary as fuck because i'll tell you that i fucking love painting and drawing and when i see myself you know grinding something out after two or three days and I'm really proud of it. And then I type in the prompts or whatever <laughs> in mid journey and it comes out and it's even better. I, I get pretty discouraged and, and pretty scared, but you know, like it's one of those things. It's just a tool. You use it however you want. We'll all find our way. I'll find my way with it. Um, we've been messing with it um, within the project just as a sort of, uh, inspiration generator for, 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 uh, uh, just inspiration and just to get ideas across and, and really try to hone that shit in for the next things that we're, we're doing. And, you know, who knows, like we may end up doing more stuff with it. And, and I'm, I'm interested in it because I want to be one of those types of artists and one of those types of projects that is not afraid of change, not afraid of the future and, and all that stuff. And like, if it helps us get more shit out, you know, then it helps us keep better time. I feel like with the pace of web three and how this shit goes. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm scared, you know, because of the things that I personally and selfishly love to do, but if it can help me, um, be a better artist and, and like churn more stuff out, um, get more ideas out of my head, you know, I feel like, you're at some point in the future just going to be able to think about this stuff and it's going to pop up and you're going to be able to just think it through and then you're going to be able to put it out however you want right away. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy, but it's cool. I'm stoked. That's dope, bro. That's, that's definitely dope. Yeah. It's, it's a, we're in an interesting space, man. And, and it's, it's like, like I've asked this question, you know, some of my friends, and, you know, other people like people who are devs and things like that. And everybody has a different perception. Right. Uh, there's a, a, a guy that I know that works here uh, out of the offices and uh, he's in, he's in the AI. He, well, he's a full stack developer, but now he's like doing a lot of AI stuff. Right. Like he's trying to he created this uh, auto GTP thing that he connected to his Tesla and he was getting the Tesla. To, I mean, he's doing all this stuff, but he was saying, you know, he's embracing it, too. And he's like, listen. You know, um, my industry is a two stack. You know, my job is a two full stack developer technically is gone. This thing with with somebody managing it like I'm, I'm disposable. But what he's looking at is how does he use the tool to build new tools to make himself to like create value. So now he's using his creativity and using with, uh, you know, creating private, just trying to do more stuff, but like trying to work with it rather than looking and saying, oh, it's over. Like, oh, I'm fucked. Right. It's kind of like. I think people who have 
the belief in their in their skill set. Like you know how to draw. You're like I'm fucking dope. I can draw. So I don't think if you have something solid, I don't think you fear this thing, right? Like you can go out there and do like a song, an AI song that has Drake lyrics with fucking Gotti lyrics with fucking uh, little baby voice, right? And it'll be like this perfect song in a sense, but people will always be looking. There'll always be an audience for like the real shit. You get what I'm saying? There's always going to be an audience for something. Some people don't like AI art. Some people say they don't like, they, they, they look for certain things in the art. And when they see it, they don't like it. They're like purists. They're like, I only want art from humans. So we're in an in- interesting space, uh, place and time right now. And the first time I experienced this vibe right here was during the sampling time, right? Like we were sampling music on the, we had a four track recorder and we used to use this ASR 10 and we used to sample. And, you know, the whole thing back in the day of sampling is a crime. And I mean, God forbid the fucking, uh, the, the damn ruling for the, um, what's that guy's song, that big record with the, I forgot, that kind of just changed everything. But yeah, like back in the day, they're like, sampling is bad. You guys, and all this, you know, all this wiggity whack, hippity hippity stuff, but it, it was just tools for us to be able to create more, right? Like, let us take this record, let's loop it, put it on the MPC, and let's just kind of like, we're just trying to create. So I'm able to embrace it today. At first, I kind of was thinking like a boomer, bro. I was just like, it's a wrap for you motherfuckers. The robot's going to do everybody's job. All your jobs is gone. <laughs> but I'm embracing it, and I'm actually using it myself as a tool. And I understand, like, the more you understand the tool and learn how to use and master the tool, the doper you are. So I'm, I'm happy to know that you're fucking embracing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm bullish on people who embrace shit. So props embraces the shit. You, know, you don't have to like it, but you got to embrace it because you can't control shit. You can only control what you can do. And the world's going to continue to evolve with, with you or without you. You know what I'm saying? So that's fucking the way I look at it. Um, speaking of AI and, and, and the future, um, is there ever going to be a place where maybe we get something from you guys like in the AI world, like some kind of you guys creating anything? I'm trying to find out what the fuck you guys doing over there, Scribble. I know you guys are a media company now, and I'm trying to find out, man. I'm a fan. I want to know the future. I want to know the future. <laughs> so instead of that question, man, what can you tell us? To, what can we look towards coming from you guys right now? Where should we have our attention? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's a that's a really good question. <laughs> um. I, yeah, I I I am going to say that uh, I think that everybody needs to be following the. Uh, oh wait, there it is. He's requested. <laughs> there you go, dude. Let him up. What's sweet is I don't think Cass is here, so maybe we get something good. Liberty, you can talk, sir. Don't you try your Jedi mind tricks tonight, props. Don't you fucking try it. Get back to talking about this man's art. Listen, this is called entertainment, man. We're here to provide information. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to know. Man, Liberty, you I'm know down I'm there. I'm like, my, one of my best friends in the world's getting his flowers. I'm stoked. And this he's still listening for me. Maybe he's rugged. Cardboard, go back to bed. Jesus Fuck with that guy, props. I don't know why you got him. Uh, sorry. No, I'll fuck. Got to go back down to listener. Uh, 
that shit is funny, man. That that dude's vibe is funny. Yeah, it is kind of late for cardboard though. You know what I'm saying? But he's he's got his uh, he's got his what do you call it tonight? We gave him what's that shit? The Infamil. He's good though. He's good. He's good for a couple more hours. <laughs> All right. So so that tells me I ain't gonna get no more fucking alpha. But again, what I just love again, bro. At the end of the day, I love the fact that you are motherfucking friends. You guys are fucking close, and you guys are doing it, man. At the end of the day, like that's the sticky shit. That's the important shit. Like when it's at the end of the day, no matter what the market does, no matter what the fuck happens in the blockchain, whatever, right? Like that comment you made about individually, you guys are dope, but all together, it's the thing that you guys are creating, and that fourth thing is that is the thing. And, and 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 that's that's fucking dope. I'm about that. As you could tell, I'm sticking on that because shit, it's all about like I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for fucking friends, relationships, and taking advantage of opportunity. And especially in Web3, dude, it can get real crazy. So I'm just thankful that the energy and the riz that we put off, you know, attracting some dope people, man. It's a small circle. Um, we're learning, we're building, and at the end of the day, man, we just, you know, shit, we just gonna keep fucking pushing it and, and celebrating each other, you know fucking i mean dude i got kids car you know car I talk, i've talked to cardboard's mom bro you know what i'm saying like that's how close we are you know what i'm saying like literally i talked to mama cardboard and I told her like your son's dope he's fucking dope you know what i'm saying for real for real you know so uh so yes yeah, not bro. my wife not my wife she wants your head man yeah you know that's that's between y'all bro that's none of my business you know what i'm saying you just gotta work bro that's between i'm i'm not gonna have that conversation with her for you that's your house pimp i got my house mama's dope but i'm not getting in the way of the wife bro i ain't getting shot stabbed or getting hot water or hot liquid thrown on me when i walk by <laughs> your neighborhood you know what i'm saying so you're on your own oh man so scribble do you have any kids or are you just you, you're a married kids yeah man uh married um Got two kids, uh, yeah, two and four. Bro, that's what's up. Okay, so how do, do your kids know you, you you fucking draw and shit? Yeah, yeah, man. Dude, how, tell me about that, because that's if you look on my timeline yesterday, I did a fucking post of me and my daughter doing Pokemon cards and three. Like I'm big, big dad. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I'm curious about that energy, man. It's it's a uh, I'm like a fly on the wall being a new dad. Like, talk to me. How do the kids interact with it, and it, do they think it's dope? And like, how do you? Like, do you bring them into it? Do you hope they get inspired by it? Like, like that's fucking dope. I want to know about the parent with the, you know what I'm saying, in the art world with the kids and how that perspective is. Yeah, man, it's 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 really interesting and, and really cool. Uh, I feel like, you know, it's as, a, as it, when you're raising kids, you know, the, the idea of drawing and, and playing and all that stuff is very uh, it, it, synergistic or whatever, where it's it's all part of the same thing and so i can i feel like i i relate to them and i'm i'm just kind of in it with them when we're all sitting there you know we buy sketchbooks and we have a, a fucking stack of them um and crayons and markers and all that shit and we just kind of get down uh for uh it usually ends up being a half hour to an hour or whatever it's it's pretty awesome um and i just i i love watching them draw i love uh hearing about what they're drawing and, and sharing, you know, uh, drawing what they're, what they asked me to draw. And, uh, it, all that stuff is, is, is really, uh, it's something else, man. And like, it's, I, I thought I was looking forward to this <clears throat> when, when we were pregnant and all that stuff. And then when they were born and they, you know, they can't really do anything obviously as babies, but then as they get older, 
you know, it, the facilities get better, understanding gets better, attention span gets better and all that stuff. And so like, it, it's pretty awesome. And I feel like that, uh, I, I kind of feel like I I've, I've tapped into a little bit of, a, a an area of trust with them in, in that sense. And, and I kind of feel like they're, they think that I'm one of them <laughs> at, at a certain level when we're all sitting there drawing, but, um, yeah, my oldest is four and, you know, she's, uh, into a lot, a lot of the Disney stuff now. And, and so we're heavy into drawing princesses and, uh, all things princess related. So that's been fun and also interesting. Uh, cause I, I you know, all I wanted to draw was swords and He-Man and skulls and stuff. And so, uh, now I'm, I'm drawing princesses and I haven't drawn many horses and carriages and that shit, but it's, it's been uh, mermaids and, and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting because I think also at a certain point, um, I am terrible with finance and things that traditional grownups are good at. And so I'm scared that, you know, at a certain point it's going to be like, well, dad, dad can't help us out with, with, uh, with the real shit. You know, he was good when we were young, but, you know, he's, he's not so good now. And <laughs> so like, I'm trying to bone up on my economics and, and this space <clears throat> is really helping or hurting with that. Um, but no, man, it's, it's awesome. And I, I feel like, you know, as, as an artist and as a, a drawer, um, it's, it's been really helpful in building the relationship and, and being patient and, and helping communicate with the kids and it's it's awesome man i i I just fucking love it yo that's that's dope what you say you say something that was the dopest shit to me you you say they think i'm one of them (laughs) and that's fucking important bro because like like dude you don't want to like come on man you gotta your kids gotta you gotta be cool with your kids if your kids look at you be like there's that separation like dad's a cornball like you don't get it like it's a wrap. <laughs> They're not going to respect you. They're going to laugh at you. So th- th- that's dope. And like, I went to uh, my daughter, she had her, one of her uh, friends had a party and we went over there and they had this little, the canvases out and it was like, draw something with your kid. Right. So I'm not like a super dope illustrator, but I can kind of do some shit. And she was going through her Pepe the Pig, uh, Pepe Pig phase. So she was just like, Papa, draw me Pepe the Pig. And I was like, okay. And I'm competitive. That's the fuck them bad part about this shit so i'm like okay fuck it let me pull my phone out so i'm looking and i see the outline of the pepper the pig and we up here in the corner just like doing our damn thing bro every father there was hating me they was looking at me like motherfucker like would you fucking go to school for that shit i was like nah just put effort because my daughter wants we're fucking dope we fucking pulled up (laughs) you know the picture and it's like she has that on the wall in her room and every time i walk by i'm like yo your boy I did this Pepper Day Pig piece right here on this canvas, had the nose down right, and it was all freehand. I mean, I just looked at the uh, the character on my phone, and I should have remembered because it's on the TV all the time. Like, Daddy Pig. It was Sharky Shark, Daddy Pig, and all that. And then it was Ryan. And then I was just like, why are you fucking watching Ryan? Like, why don't you open your Pokemon thing and we'll just videotape your hands? Because that's what he's doing. And she was like, no, nah, it's Ryan. And so I'm like, okay, you know, as long as she thinks I'm cool, that's it and uh my daughter thinks i'm cool because i do nfts um my first animation that i did she saw me like write the thing she saw the the characters being animated and all of that stuff and so she felt like she was part of the process so i feel like as long as i stay in this industry and i'm associated with jpegs and she's like daddy let me see let me see in your wallet you got that crazy looking raccoon 
I'm like, it's a trash panda. She's a raccoon. I said, but babe, it's called a panda. Daddy, that is a raccoon, right? It just, it, it, it has another layer to my life. And I'm going to stop talking about it. But it, my daughter is dear to me. And NFTs and these cartoons and JPEGs have our relationship like really, really close. So when you say that, it made my fucking heart warm because I was like, fuck yeah, they fuck with you, Scribble. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you, your kids and the culture got to fuck with you. If you're trying to hang out with skaters and you ain't a skater, you ain't going to fuck with you. If you're trying to pull up and you want to talk that VC talk, but you don't know what a convertible note and all that shit is, they ain't going to fuck with you. So it's all about being authentic to whatever <laughs> the fuck it is. And uh, that's dope. So like do you um like do you when you do do you have any desires for your kids to be like artists or are you just are you just like letting them kind of do what the fuck they gonna do yeah that's it man i i, I kind of want them to do their own thing you know i i think yeah my oldest is a, a girl and my uh youngest is a son a uh, boy or whatever <laughs> and uh so we're, we just want them to be happy and grow up and be strong individuals um, who just kind of don't take any shit from anybody. Um, invariably you're going to obviously, but I think that's, that's been our main focus, um, is just grow them up into who they already are. You know what I mean? So. Dude, that's kick-ass. That's good. I'm bullish on all the parents in here in web three that are doing this shit and still handling their family shit. Like salute to all of us. It, shit ain't easy, you know what I'm saying? Like balancing that IRL and Web3 could be challenging at times, but I give everybody in here big ups who make it happen and everybody in here who's no matter what, they're not giving it their fucking family and excuses and they're not giving their communities any excuses. I'm bullish on all you guys. So let's fucking keep doing it. Like, you know, we are raising the next generation. And dude, I just think when kids are exposed to art and music and like literature and math, you know what I'm saying? Like in sports, you just create fucking you're 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 it's the best ingredients you know what i'm saying like i am who, who i am because of being exposed to like media and music and entertainment and all these things that so like it exercises different parts of your brain right so it's cool to be a dev and just focus on that stuff but you also want to add more to it you want to exercise your left brain and your right brain and if you do that shit god damn it man you end up like fucking scribbles the kids will say yeah yo he's one of us you know what I'm saying? And, and then your kids won't look at you funny when you say, go pick that shit up. They'll go pick this shit up. If they don't respect you, you say, go pick that shit up. They're going to look at you and be like, no, you go pick that shit up. And then you're like, now nah, you pick that up, you little snotty nosed kid. And they're like, no, dad, I don't respect you. And then that's a whole nother movie that I got to write and, and put Kevin Hart in that shit because that's going to be funny as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so, dude, this is, this is dope. You know, I think we, I want, like, I want to do another kind of conversation. Like, I think for, for, for like, this is like another kind of thing. Actually, I'm not going to say it out loud because if I say I know someone's going to do it, but I think it's dope what I just thought about. Um, and it's off this vibe right here. I think we need to continue doing maybe this kind of conversation in a certain kind of way. Because one thing I noticed, uh, there's a lot of young cats in here who have families that don't really understand. And this is not no fucking psych psychology like channel or some kind of show like that. But just maybe having another kind of show where people can you know, see some of the people in the space who have kids who are dope. Like I saw Poco on the, uh, on the timeline with fast Eddie at the farmer's market. Right. Like, and oh, he was at Disneyland the other day. Like that's fucking dope. You know, cardboard's daughter did a painting and her painting is dope. Looks like a fucking actually, uh, 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 Richwater who's down there. Uh, there was a one of one piece that was cardboard's daughter's art with Richwater. Let's look at that shit. 16 years old. You know what I'm saying? So I'm bullish on adding value to the little ones. Uh, little ones are dope, man. So 
Man, so uh, scribbles. So you know what I'm gonna do right now, bro? Last week I'm an asshole. I'm like I'm, I'm a yeah. I call myself an asshole, and I kind of check myself because I don't talk down on myself. But I fucking fucked up, man. I forgot to give uh, cast her uh, Sapphire card live on air. Like the show was going long, and I'm a boomer. And you know, even though I, I don't think I am, and I forgot to do it. So I'm, I'm, pub- I'm publicly apologizing. She should have had her card, and she's gonna have her card. Uh, it's important that every member has their cards. But last week, something has happened. So something is happening to everybody's Sapphire card, which I'm even more bullish on the Sapphire card. They were honorary, but but I realized, I was like, eh, that's cool, but I think they need to be customized honorary. They need to just have a different kind of thing. So those cards will start going out. And um, I just wanted to say, look, bro, you are a person that is extremely, extremely, extremely credible and specialized in what you do. Um, just talking to you today, I found out why you're working with fucking Liberty. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to learn more about him um, as I build with him. But like what I've noticed is that he's good at picking the right people and assembling the right people around a certain subject to grow that. And, bro, you're a master when it comes to the art shit, because this whole time you've talked about drawing in every single standpoint. I was staying in the house, draw. When I was a kid, I wanted to draw. 13, I want to draw and do this. So you're like a master. Well, not even like a master. You're a master at what you do. So at the Dabs Collective, right, we had this idea of like, let's go ahead and get a group of curator, curated DJs and tastemakers. And that's just a fancy way because it's easy to say we're a group of like industry, this, this and that. And everybody does does that and says that. And we didn't want to do that. So we were specialized. We're looking for DJs and tastemakers. And let me explain to you the logic. This space is a DJing space. Web 3 is crazy shit. We speculate, we fucking, our emotions go up, go down. We like surprises. We like doing cool shit and experiences. The tastemaker, people who affect culture, who can create culture, who can make shit cool. And when I look around this room, I see people who make shit cool, right? Whether it's fucking Rich Water with what he does with bringing the luxury, how you want to say, prestige art to the, to the space, right? Like everybody is doing something different. So let me just wrap it up and get to the point. The point of the matter is you are getting our honorary uh, DAP Sapphire card. And it's basically a card that we give to everybody that comes on the show. And to be on the show, you have to contribute or do something in the space, right? Like everybody that's been on the show is either an artist, project founder, like they do something to the space. And uh, it's our way of saying, you know, these dope people, you know, this is where we're going to be able to fellowship and just kind of hang out and, and get to know each other. And, being part of that, being that you're a tastemakers, you got to give tastemakers shit, right? So when we launch our DAPS collective, uh, DAPS PFP collection, everybody who has a DAPS card, you know, you, you're not going to have to mint. I want to make that clear. You don't, you're not going to have to mint the PFP collection. You know, you're going to get it free based off the rarity of your DAPS card. If you have a Sapphire card, you're going to be treated to complimentary DAPS PFP card. And it's just a way to make sure that the tastemakers who are dope have our shit to help push it. Uh, that's it. And to learn about it. Right. What can we do better? Kind of like market research. Is this dope? What would you like? And so we're doing something different. And maybe my messaging right now might be not might not be the best messaging. But um, I just wanted to focus on the point that we're giving you the Sapphire card. And uh, and you can't say no. If you say no, cardboard comes to your window. Um, so there you go, Scribble. No, man. Thank you. That's amazing. I, I really appreciate it. I, I really appreciate you having me on. And uh I've been looking forward to it all week and, and, and chatting with you. And uh, I listened to the the the, sh- uh, uh, the cast interview on Tuesday. And uh, yeah, man, I, <laughs> I was stoked on the vibe. And 
and and just really looking forward to this chat and i, I really appreciate you uh giving me the card man thank you man definitely and man and i'm gonna announce tonight man uh this has never been announced but i'm pretty sure people saw that they're like why is there the daps logo that's an that's orange what's going on what is he trying to say i just want to say congratulations to everybody who bought it that pre-sale uh, because that ordinal is inscribed and uh, just keep an eye on the timeline. It's almost showtime, baby. Next 48 hours or less, it's showtime, baby. It's showtime, baby. Somebody's going to be lucky. So uh, keep your eye on the timeline. Keep your eye on announcements. Uh, it's, it, oh man, goddamn, inscription prices have gone the fuck up too. This shit's fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, bro, this has been a movie. This has been dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you're one of the i'll say the biggest yeah i mean because liberty square right now you guys have the biggest collection right here on fucking solana with the most community users i mean you got so many fucking users everywhere you've got win who hosts spaces right like you guys have a project that has so many people in the community that really rep that shit on some real ass fucking shit and so right now you guys are the project this is what you see in the streets you see fucking squirrels in my timeline and i just want to say thank you to all the squirrels that are in my community as well um all the support that you guys give man it's fucking dope right so at the end of the day apes and squirrels are cool a squirrel could sit on the shoulder of an ape and the ape could climb a fucking tree and then take the squirrel and put it down you know what i'm saying like there's enough room in the jungle or in the park <laughs> so uh I'm, I, I'm gonna open up the stage i haven't opened it up tonight if somebody has a question for the homie scribble right now is your time to ask the question you know what i'm saying because it's 9 35 pst right now and uh you know shit he's been generous with his time about an hour and a half so this is your chance to ask a question make a suggestion make a first impression Ugh, that's not bars that's just fluff talk okay cool so there's no question uh cardboard <laughs> <laughs> cardboard is there anything you want to share with the fam bro how you doing man I want to say thank you for your for your continued support on producing this show for you guys don't know, Cardboard produces this motherfucker. He's in your DMs. And uh, he showed me some other DMs the other day. You guys ain't even fucking ready. This is this is light work. This is season one. And uh, season one is special. And I'm going to say this. After season one, there will be no more Sapphire cards given out. There's only a season one thing. This is a day one thing. It's about the people who fuck with us where we are. And those people will forever show value. So if you, again, if you got in on that pre-sale, you have no idea other things that we're working on. We're really about value. Fuck with us. We will continue to show value. So season one, it was a movie because it really came out of us giving back to the community. It came out of we don't want to come out here and chill for fucking months and then get you have you guys tired of our fucking message. So it really came out of giving back. So season two is going to be a little bit different. We're going to scale it up. We're going to make it better. Uh, hold on one second. There's, there's this, this motherfucker right here coming up here right now. This motherfucker said something the other day, earlier on today in my Discord chat. He was like, yeah, motherfucker, you interviewed me like that. Better not be dev father. No. Yeah, this motherfucker dev father, bro. Sheesh. I'm fucking here, boys. Oh man, Scribble, this has been a good interview, man. I've I've really enjoyed learning about you. Uh, it's such a like, just like a breath of fresh air after spending so much time getting to know Liberty. Um, it's nice to know that there's there's good people out there like you uh, helping Liberty um, get through life and stuff. You know what I mean? 
I'm just kidding. But I just want I, I did I wanted to say something before Liberty came up here, um, because I know he'll probably talk some shit on me. So I wanted to get the first blowout just in case. Um, but uh I as a as a parent as well, um, I just like it's so refreshing to hear like and you you probably this is probably just natural for you to like respond this way, but like you'd be surprised how many parents out there um <clears throat> have like this like predetermined path for their children. Um, and to hear you just be like, you know what, my kids are who they are and they're going to do what they want to do. And just like being like, uh, just supportive of that, I think is really, is really cool. Um, I, I, I personally am, I kind of feel the same way. And like, I just, I, I'm super excited to see where my kids go. And, and I, I feel like that's the, like kind of the, just the joy of, of the, or I guess the excitement of being a parent and a father. Um, so just like, I, I, it's very common in like my circles where my, all the parent, a lot of the parents that I talk to, they're like, Oh, my kid's not going to do this. He's not gonna do this. He's going to do this. He's going to do this. And it's like, damn, man, just like let that motherfucker live. So it's cool to hear that, man. And, um, my, I, I had this, I had this kind of a weird question for you. So like, if you were to remove money, like just take money out of the equation, right? And whatever you chose to do in your life, you're going to make the exact same amount of money, right? So we're removing money out of the equation and you can choose whatever you want to do for eight to 10 hours a day, five days a week. Um, like, would you still do art or would you like, is there a specific type of art you would do if you could like, you know what I mean? Like, so you've got to spend eight to 10 hours a day doing this, whatever it is, but it doesn't matter what it is. You can choose whatever you want. Um, and, and where would you do it? That's my question. Hey, man. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yes, I would definitely still be doing art. I, um, uh, in, in addition to just kind of hitting, hitting those, uh, those, those points in my life where I feel like I didn't have a, a, a whole lot outside of being able to just uh, draw or whatever and, and having that be sort of reaffirming. I had gone to... Um, uh, just, yeah, I'm not going to say that. So <laughs> to answer your question, yes, I would still do art. Uh, the question as to location, I, uh, absolutely adore and love the Pacific Northwest. So, uh, Oregon, Washington, Vancouver, uh, up there anywhere with the trees and the rain, um, is something, uh, somewhere that I would just absolutely love to go. Uh, um, I, I also love to travel, um, and stuff, but so, so actually doing what I do now has, has a lot of that in it where I can do it from kind of anywhere as long as I have internet and, um, a tablet or, um, my computer and, and I can, I can just do it at, at whatever time. So yeah, I, I think, uh, I like to do a lot of different types of artwork. Um, so as long as I can do it and do it from, from wherever I want, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm a happy camper, man. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, man, it was a, it was a super low pressure question, man. I was just, I was just, I'm always, I ask that to people every once in a while. Cause I'm just kind of curious, especially people who are like in the creative space, you know? Um, Cause it's, I don't know. I work with a lot of people like that and I'm not like, I'm not very, like I couldn't, I couldn't draw to save my life. So it's always fascinating to like, kind of like dive into the mind of someone who is really good at that. 
Um, cause it's just like a way of thinking that like, I'm a very analytical, logical thinker and I just can't, I can reverse engineer the shit out of something, but I cannot for the life of me create something from scratch. Um, I usually have to have some sort of like starting point and I can kind of like go from there. So it's, it's always fascinating to, to, to learn about, uh, people like yourself and, and how you operate in upstairs in your brain. So thanks, man. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Yo, pr- props. Uh, this is the third person you've interviewed from Liberty. It's the third one. Man, yeah. you like bull- you bullish on Liberty or something? Like, what's up, bro? Listen, man, these fucking squirrels be outside my house, and I was like, and I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. And one day, a fucking squirrel tapped my window, and I looked, and I was like, "Is this a fucking squirrel in my window?" And it tapped, and it said, and I looked at it, and I was like, "What the fuck am I looking at?" And I went closer to the window, bro, like for real, for real. And they, you know how when you blow on, on like to get like fog. Like, you know, how you go and like on, on glass. So I'm looking at the window like, why is the squirrel doing that? It's got rabies. And then it wrote, get wrecked on it. So ever since that, I've been interviewing these motherfuckers, bro. It's like the universe was like some crazy ass fucking shit, bro. I'm just playing this shit out. I can't write this shit. Damn you uh, fucking Liberty sending these fucking squirrels to my fucking, because it, it, it did it. It was like, and it wrote, get wrecked on the fucking It was probably glass. Liberty himself, bro. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I know he's short, but that's not that short, bro. Don't do that, Liberty. That's not no. Nah, that was not wasn't that was a squirrel. It was not Liberty. Liberty is a, is a person. Dad, father, it's a fucking squirrel. Hey, okay. Um, on that note, hey Scrumpy, how you doing, bro? <laughs> Wonderful. How are you, man? You know what? We over here. We right where we need to be at. You know what I'm saying? So all is good. Yeah, Liberty's a vibe. Um, I kind of want to come up here and give Scribble some flowers and Liberty in general. Like, dude, these I've been, cause I've looked at Liberty art, right. But like until this space, I wasn't really like staring at it, you know, and I've been playing Diablo for the last like three days since it came out and this shit's fucking gangster. And, uh, something that I noticed is like, this is not only like the most metal fucking art <laughs> on Solana. It's like the only metal fucking art anywhere. This shit is metal as fuck. Like, literally, you go through any art, dude, you're not going to find anything that has these vibes. It's like Primal on Adult Swim. That fucking, like, it's just, uh, it's barbaric, and I love it, dude. This shit's brutal. Your art is gangster. I love that. I'm about to, like, move some of my Bitcoin money over to fucking Soul and buy some Liberty shit, because this shit's sick. Fuck yeah, thanks, dude. Dude, that's that's a huge compliment. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, bro. Like, but did you watch like metal ass shows and stuff? Like, what you know? Obviously, something in your mind, you know, pushed your art style to to this kind of brutality, and it's just I don't know. Everything just has this fucking this energy to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, man. Uh, it's, I <clears throat> I love extreme stuff. I love metal stuff. I love it when. Uh, you know, bands and artists and shit are just, just get real, real brutal. Uh, and by brutal, I mean, they, they get really real and they get really raw. And, uh, so, you know, it, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of examples that I, that I can point to, but, um, that's the kind of shit that I like. And so I try and channel, um, some, some real vibes from myself and, and all that shit. A lot of the stuff that I have and a lot of the Liberty stuff has, a lot of polish to it as well, you know, uh, and, and that's, you know, 
because of it, it is what it is. But but as far as uh, um, metal and and being raw and and brutal and all that shit, that dude, that's that's my favorite shit. If I can get a middle finger anytime, I can draw a skull. I'm fucking stoked, man. Fuck yeah, dude. That's good shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Liberty. Oh, hey guys. Thanks for calling on me. Uh, yeah, Devfather is three of our team has been on Prop Show because he's a fucking real one. Just want to clarify that real quick. And then I just had a question for Scribble. Are we still having a call tonight? Because I'm a boomer and the clock is tick tocking. Hey, I'm a boomer too, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just busting props and balls. Yeah, yeah. Like to talk. I'm, I'm ready. Like to talk. <laughs> no, man. I, I just want, I wanted to come up. I mean, obviously, like we talk frequently, and you're one of my best friends in the world, and we have a really special thing with Liberty, and have for quite some time. And and I think, you know, Scrumpy just hit something that, um, <laughs> man. It's so it's so true, right? Like it's so purely true when he said it that way. And there's so many motherfuckers that just go like, "Oh, but the art," or "Oh, but the this and this and that," and you just go like, "Fuck, get out and get some fucking culture in your bones, please!" Right? Like the dude's one of the most brilliant artists I've ever worked with. He has more humility and restraint of tongue, and doesn't drop half the shit that he should. That would just shut motherfuckers down of the artists that he's worked with over the past 20 years of his life, 15 years of his life, uh, from album covers to T-shirts to posters to specialty items that you would have never gotten anywhere else that have sold tens of thousands of copies and grossed millions of dollars for other people, which he just humbly created, right? And it's this is a time for artists in this space to express themselves and do what they want and be part of something bigger than that and have ownership without having to go through the red tape that many go through to get to the galleries like he was referencing earlier. And and I couldn't be, you know, I remember when the motherfucker quit his job nine months ago. I'm sure he does too every goddamn day. Thanks royalties. Uh, just kidding. Uh, but I think that it, you know, this ecosystem gives everybody, Web3 in general and um, and blockchain technology has, has sort of rewritten the rules with a promise, right? And it might be vaporware, but it's still there. And the promise is that you can do what you want the way that you want, when you want, and you can have a new career at any point that you want. And I think that that's something that's really, really been exciting to, to be part of with Scribble and watch. And he, he's you know, not only a great friend, an incredible artist, and a great co-founder, he's a great brother, he's a great father, he's a great husband, and he's just a great dude. So, you know, it, yes, Dev Father, it's the third person for liberty, but God damn it, he deserves it. You know what else is actually really cool, though, about that? Um, you don't see it in a lot of projects where the artist sticker sticks around. Like there's a lot of projects that like, I'd say most of the projects, the artist is kind of in the background um, and doesn't play much of a critical role in the project once it's launched. So like, I guess that throws a little flowers your way, Liberty for, you know, surrounding yourself, bringing good people around you. But I hate doing that. So I know, much. I know that your balls just tightened up while you said that. I'm sorry uh, that you had to do that. 
But um, yeah, no, listen, uh, without Scribble or without me, there, there isn't a liberty, right? It's either both of us are riding at this point or, or it just will go away. And, um, and that's a really challenging thing at times, not because we don't get along, but because we have to continue to find ways to have a relationship that's based on more than the project and get back to the roots sometimes. And that father, you understand this props cardboard. You guys, people who run projects or work with projects or on the teams, extended teams or direct teams or founding teams should understand this next part. Like it's really fucking hard. It's really challenging and it's thankless many days. In fact, it's the opposite of that. You deal with 24 hour fucking hotlines on crypto Twitter of people expressing their fucking unsolicited opinions whenever they want, no matter how, whatever it's about. Right. And, uh, yeah, Bolt, I see your ass down there. We were just talking in discord. I know, I know. Um, just kidding. But you know, it's one of those things where we're a project that's based in art and lore, right? We always have been. And, you know, (laughs) we were just talking about revolution and the amount of assets that it is. Um, the amount of modifications Scribbles had to make over the past few months. This motherfucker has just been staring at the goddamn PFP versions of these fucking squirrels since January. And there's there's 900 some new traits, right? Like just spread across all of these fucking PFP versions. And he's just literally been drawing those over and over and moving them and fitting them and repurposing them and making them work. And I don't think people see that part, right? I think that people just see like, oh my God, it's just art or it's just this. And we have Origins, right? Which we've been doing a lot of work on. We have Legends forthcoming, which he's been doing a lot of work on. And at some point, you know, the dude's art, as a, as a fan of art, like the shit that you guys don't get to see, the shit that's not out there yet, and I, I won't touch on what they are. I asked him about some things he's like, yeah, you can do anything you want with anything but that. That one's my special one. And it's this this group of illustrations that he's created. And they're really, really, really magical. And they're really, really fucking special. And I can't wait for the day. To Father's point, right? Like, you see a lot of artists that, that come up with projects and they're going to start their own one-on-one things. I, I can't wait for the day for Scribble to call me and say, hey, I'm going to go do this one-on-one thing. Like, that to me that's the ultimate success of Liberty Square for me as a founder, right? Obviously, as sort of a CEO or co-CEO with Scribble, the ultimate success is is achieving what we set out to. But as a founder and a friend, the day he goes, I'm going to go do this one-on-one thing for nine months, I'm going to be like, fuck, thank God, you finally are ready. And the world is ready for it. So it's pretty interesting to watch it all go down. But Scrumpy, thanks for, for saying it that way, because it's it's really true, right? Like, it fills a very specific purpose within our world of Liberty Square. And the art is a very specific type of art that may not be for everybody. And we've always said that's okay. And I think people think like, when we say that, we're just trying to be like, oh no, they don't like it, but let's just play political. No, fuck off if you don't like it. What we've created is a world based on our personalities. These are the type of people that we are. This is the type of art that Scribble wanted to create. This is the fucking best art I've ever seen him create on a scale which he's never created it, right? So if you don't get it, that's okay. That means that our fucking community is not for you. 
that means our project is not for you because we're not going to change the art to make other people fucking happy. We're going to create art and then go find the people that like that fucking art. And I'm really, really proud that he stuck to his guns way early in the process because that's what art and, and this project always will be. Bars. That was that was bars, bro. That was like a whole verse. Um, but yeah, you guys have a vibe, man. And uh, the, the, like Scrumpy just saying that shit was just like the streets talking. And, uh, and, and I got it even more when he explained it that way. Like when you say the metal and shit and then hearing Scribble's background, I was like, fuck yeah, I get it. Like, God damn it, Cardboard was ahead of his time when he was mumbling this fucking squirrels and fucking squirrel shit. He was ahead of his time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, this is fucking dope. And I know you guys got to get going and get your fucking, um, you guys got a meeting and shit like that. If anybody has uh, another question, let's get it going. You know, uh, Liberty and, and uh, Scribble got to go fucking, you know, go make some more shit happen. And we appreciate their time and energy, but we got to let these motherfuckers cook. Wayne, what's popping, pimp? What's going on, guys? I'll keep it short. Like, Liberty and everyone, I I would just be reiterating what they had to say when it came to the flowers. There's, same with the music industry, there's music that conforms to the music industry, and then there's music that makes the industry conform to it. And having your type of art in this ecosystem makes it a better place than it would be without you guys. We appreciate having you around. But with that mentality in mind, I was wondering, you gave some of your inspirations with your art from your childhood, which were some of the same as mine, like Spawn with Todd McFarlane and stuff like that. That was fucking awesome. That brought back some memories. But in this ecosystem, are there collections? Like, what are some of your favorite collections? Regardless of floor price, you're not saying that it's a good investment or anything like that. It's just art that you fuck with. Yeah, 100%, man. Dude, thank you for for those uh, kind words, dude. Um, a lot of uh, the folks that I, I've been stoked on um, have, you know, we, Liberty is, has been a, a, just a, outside of the project itself, has just been a wonderful experience and sort of a do-over experience for me personally as, as an artist. Um, you know, just being on, in real life, whatever, Instagram, all that shit, trying to play that game. I haven't really tried to uh, network and meet and all that kind of shit um, like I am now. And I've used this opportunity, the Web3 opportunity as, as, a, as a do-over. And, and it's been a wonderful experience. It's kind of like how I wish I had done things uh, many years ago, where I'm reaching out to other folks and, and getting to know people, getting to know other artists, creating a community, figuring out my vibe and being able to feed off of others and grow and learn from others. And, and it's been wonderful. And, and so like, that's just to say that, um, I did a space with scum, um, about a month ago. He's an incredible artist. He's an incredible person, very generous with his time and, and all that shit with, with, uh, within the community and within all the artists, I, I love pencils artwork as well. I think his, his shit is like, <laughs> I was showing my brother, uh, his stuff and I was like, dude, this is, if you don't know it, and, and this is just like a, a funny inside story or whatever, like no use for a name, punk band, uh, early nineties, late eighties album covers. There's a fucking album called the daily grind. That's pencils shit. And I fucking love it so much. Um, because of that, it's raw as fuck. And he's got, he's just got a, a certain vibe dialed in that I absolutely love. Um, Outside of that, I there's uh, I think his name is 
and I'm going to butcher it, Ben Bacow, maybe. He's a one-of-one dude. Incredible concept stuff. Um, Griff is another one that is just a monster. Um, One-of-one dude. Also, like, heavy into animation. A lot of sci-fi kind of stuff. Um, High Blinks is incredible. Like, what I've noticed, uh, I'm, I'm going to wrap it off a couple more. Tartwork is incredible. Shaq is incredible. Um, Jigsaw, General Beans, wonderful human. I love the dude. Um, been chatting with him a lot. Um, there, there's a, <clears throat> a group of artists that have kind of formed around Liberty, which is also really incredible. Nailbiter, Oscar, guys are just wonderful humans, and it's been Fuck a yeah. treat talking to them. Prey has been awesome. Um, yeah, these guys are just incredible humans, and, and this is kind of what I wish I had done in my sort of real life um, back in the day. But uh, but yeah, man, it's 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 pretty awesome. Um, uh, and to answer your question, those are, are some of the folks that I follow and am inspired by. The Web three art scene is is very different and um, uh, very cool and very, very interesting. And I, I feel like it's been a, a real breath of fresh air for, for me personally, um, to, to be in here and to be accepted and, and just, and just do my thing, you know, it's, it's been awesome. So thank you, man. Great answer. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yo, thanks for dropping that, uh, that no use for a name that art that looks dope. The daily grind. That's, that's fucking dope. I had to pull that up. Kind of reminds me of like short dogs in the house. I don't know if you guys remember, like, the two short covers back in the day. You had, like, these little stories. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, um, dude. <laughs> but, yeah, this is dope. And, uh, dude, and, and I talk a lot of shit about culture. This is a fucking clear example of culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's fucking crazy. Northern California brought you a fucking kid from Kambuzuma, Zimbabwe, out here. Goes by the name of Props. And it also brought you a guy named Scribble who fucking took this, this rock and this vibe and just created this vibe that... You can't get anywhere else except here. You know what I'm saying? And that's fucking dope. Again, it just, like what Scrumpy said and Scribble, how you explained everything, it just made me super more bullish. I've always, like, my levels of bullishness has increased. Like, you know, the first was cardboard. Then it just kept going and going. And, like, and before Liberty, it was the members in the community that fuck with you, Liberty. Like, one day I was in a room, like, like I pull up in one spaces. He hold he he has spaces late night. Just pull up and you just be in there, and it's like different members who rock that PFP who like are straightforward. Like they tell you exactly how it is. They don't fucking beat around the bush, and I just like how they they stand behind the PFP and they have a place in the mar in uh, I'm on marketplace. <laughs> they have a place in the community, you know, and, and that's dope. So again, I'm bullishing all you motherfuckers in here, man. It's fucking ten o'clock. It's been two hours in here. This is dope as fuck. Scribble, I really appreciate you and your time. Liberty, I appreciate you showing this motherfucker that squirrel in your fucking cabinet and say, boy, we about to get this fucking bag. Because if you didn't do that, we wouldn't be here right now. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking dope. And I love the vision. Uh, 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 I'm going to call you Brian uh, Liberty. I love the vision. When you say that little comment you made in the fucking Twitter, motherfucker, see a cookie jar, I see a bag. I'm like, this motherfucker's the truth because I see that. I like that talk. Keep talking that talk, Brian. They need to hear that shit. That's called clout talk. We about that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so now we're about to wrap this shit up, man. Again, I love everybody in here. Uh, I'm nothing without my team. And uh, this is about how, you know, this is how we keep the culture moving. We talk about it. We examine it. We fucking review it. But uh, this ain't for the fake. This is for the real. And you guys, today you learned something. 
Liberty Square, in a nutshell, is nothing to fuck with. It ain't a fucking project if you fucking wet beyond the ears. If you're weak, they don't want you. It's only for the real ones, and that's fucking dope. So on that note, man, I got this vibe. I'm about to make sure we end the show on the right note. I got the song lined up. Anybody want to say something before I get on these turntables and try to do my one-two thing? You know what I'm saying? DJ, DJ props. Okay. Well, shit. This is the last thing I'm going to say. Dapscollective.com. Get daps lifted. Get dap listed. This is the only mint. People who mint the daps card, that's all you're ever going to have to do. You never have to do anything again. Listen, okay? Like, And there's going to be a value of having a daps PFP and the daps card. And even though you could burn your platinum, rose gold, and uh, fucking black card to get a sapphire card, there's, I forgot to let you guys know, there's going to be something special for the people who have the black card left. So we're just starting to, to do this fucking thing. I wish I could tell you what I'm laughing about right now, but I can't. I'm not. And uh, if you participated in the pre-sale, that raffle is about to fucking light up. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to drop another round. And on that note, we out of here. Appreciate you guys. I'll see you next week. I'm out. Time to get on this turntable. What the fuck are we going to do? Props, what the fuck are we going to do?